0: Welcome, everybody in the world, to the only mandatory podcast in the entire world the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every single podcast provider in the world because it's a mandatory podcast. I hope you guys are all enjoying sitting around with your families, enjoying uh, this Wednesday night soup. Why are you listening to this mandatory podcast two days after it comes out? I am going to send the authorities. Love you. Hope you enjoy your day, the rest of your days in maximum security prison. Hmm, hmm, hmm. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an arts showcase and comedy show where we feature goofs, laughs, musicians, artists, poets, interesting people from around the world. It's very exciting. Today we have two really fun guests lined up for you in single file line. One at a time. One and two. One, two, three, four. when you were a little kid and that feeling of going in to elementary school for the very first time, like sure, you've done preschool, but preschools more or less just it's just glorified daycare. Right. So when you go in, you're, you're standing outside the door for the first time. You're just, it's all, it's cold, it's a cold September morning because back then weather worked the way weather is supposed to work and it was cold January through about late March, early April and then it got a little warmer, a little cool and you could wear like a light jacket and then it got hot in June and then it got cold again in September and then it got real cold in like mid-November and then the cycle continues so it was early September and it's a little chilly, you got your little coat on and You walk in and then it's like this beautiful room with stations and crafts and typewriters. Those are cool times. That's all. (laughs) I just wanted you to remember kindergarten. Today we have a wonderful show for you guys today. A little bit later we will be joined by a man by the name of Root Juice. He is a seance holder. But right now we are joined by anger guru Richard Powers.
1: Hello, Michael. It is a pleasure to meet you.
0: It's a pleasure to meet you, too, Richard. It's, it's wonderful having you on. I, I remember when I was young, uh, my parents had every single one of your, your, uh, your VHSs, your yoga VHSs.
1: That's fantastic to hear. Yoga has been extremely helpful for me. And containing my inner rage.
0: Now I notice that you're not using your headphones over your head. You keep you're you're doing rotations with them, like an exercise. What is it? Looks like a meditative.
1: This is true. When I find myself in uncomfortable situations, I tend to do routines in order to calm myself. One of which involves deep breathing exercises. Why are
0: you uh, uncomfortable at the moment?
1: Most things make me uncomfortable, Michael. Really? I find that social situations, interacting with my family and pet stores to be the top three things that trigger my discomfort.
0: Interesting. You always seem like a really Zen and calm on all your videos.
1: It has taken years of practice through the power of meditation and yoga. I have been able to focus my thoughts on the positive in life Mm -hmm. and experience life through a new lens. Interesting. I try on a daily basis very hard to contain my rage, Michael.
0: Really? I So I, I, fi- I always figured that you had completely uh, abandoned any sort of rage that you had and that you were simply you teaching others how to abandon their rage, but you still have a lot of rage inside of you.
1: This is true. My demons are with me to this day.
0: Hmm. Well, what kind of demons do you have?
1: I have a lot of dark memories about my upbringing. Like what? My father, he was a very religious man oh. and a stern man. Really? He worked as a carpenter. Mm. He began to experience delusions and believed himself to be Jesus Christ.
0: Really? Like the, the, um, the Christian fellow, the guy that uh, started, he, like, started a religion, uh, died on the cross, came back, said, okay, now I'm really going.
1: That that, that is correct. Okay. I think it was the carpentry that misled my father's beliefs.
0: Oh. So, you're, yeah, because your father was a carpenter.
1: Correct. Yeah. He began to build an ark in our backyard. Oh, but
0: Jesus didn't build the ark as far as I know.
1: I pointed that out to my father, and he threw his hammer at me. That he told sad. me that I was a fallen angel and that I was sent to distract him from his mission.
0: hmm How did that affect your uh, psyche growing up?
1: Well, that night, I snuck into the yard and I burned his Ark to the ground. How
0: far along had he gotten with it?
1: He was really only in the early phases. Uh, He had just set up a workbench at that point. So you
0: didn't really burn down an Ark, you just burned down a bench. Correct.
1: I also threw baloney at his car.
0: Oh, oh, that that destroys the paint job.
1: It strips the paint right off, Michael. It is a horrible thing to do to another man, especially your own father. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess it, if he had thrown a hammer at you, it's understandable, why he'd be angry.
1: But I have learned through the power of meditation and through calming my inner thoughts that an eye for an eye is not the right way to go.
0: Is that how the saying goes?
1: I believe the saying is that an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, oh, Michael. Oh, I see. see. I do not like to be corrected, Michael.
0: Okay, all right. I was just making sure. I was just making sure. So you are. Okay. I'll let you finish. Oof. You Excuse are. Excuse me. Your face is red
1: you can continue your questions while I practice my deep breathing so that's
0: one of your demons what's what are some other demons that you have uh, that you have that are causing anger within you
1: I've mentioned that I feel very uncomfortable in pet stores uh, I've noticed yeah. that most animals seem to not get along with me very well mm-hmm cats stand at attention their tails straight in the air their hair sticking out from their bodies birds squawk at me as I walk by their feathers malting off of their bodies turtles snap at me in defiance as I walk through the pet store
0: So you just don't like pet stores very much?
1: I don't, but it is necessary for me to go to pet stores on a regular basis. Why is that? I need to feed my betta fish.
0: Oh, so you have a pet? Yes. So it's not necessarily pets that make you uncomfortable, it's just pet stores.
1: I believe that to be the case, but most animals seem to be very frightened by my presence. Why do you think that is? I think...
0: Do you think it might be the, the 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 odor that you give off?
1: It. I I beg your pardon. You don't smell like
0: classically bad. You smell like overwhelmingly like ginger, like you bathe solely in like ginger.
1: I find that ginger helps calm my inner rage. Oh. Ginger root is what I regularly chew on when I find myself in uncomfortable situations. Man, that's pretty better. I am chewing on ginger root now, and its effect is minimal.
0: You must be chewing. It doesn't see, I You don't seem like you're chewing on anything. It's just resting in your mouth. So, you know, uh, it's interesting because... You, for somebody who has spent decades, decades upon decades of training others to be calm and to h- control their anger, you seem extre- particularly wound up. Is there something going on lately that's that's got you particularly stressed
1: out? Well, it has been many years since the burning of the Ark yes. that I have spoken to my many, father. About
0: like 30, 40 years
1: uh, this happened last January.
0: So it has not been many
1: years. Time is of a different construct when you find yourself as versed in meditation as I am.
0: Wait, you said you were a child when you did that, though.
1: Exactly. Are you I experience time in a non-linear fashion, Michael. Oh, okay. I am enraged by all things simultaneously. Okay.
0: That's that's a lot.
1: All events. It's a lot to carry. It is a heavy burden. Mm-hmm. But as I was saying before I was interrupted, mm-hmm. my father contacted me recently. Oh. He wanted to attempt to rebuild our relationship. He invited me To his home to play Chinese checkers.
0: Oh, that's a fun game.
1: It was a favorite of ours when I was a child. Mm -hmm. I began to suspect that my father was allowing me to win. Oh, no. I do not like to be patronized.
0: Yes, you don't seem like the type.
1: Thank you for saying so. This strained our relationship further. I saw that he had a new vehicle outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I excused myself and told him that I was going to have a smoke.
0: You weren't going to have a smoke.
1: I threw baloney at his new car. It was a lease, Michael. A lease.
0: Did he get mad at you?
1: He began to chase me down the street with a circular saw
0: but it wasn't plugged in.
1: He had a mobile battery pack attached to his belt. Oh, no. His range was not limited by any cord.
0: Did he catch up with you? Yes. And?
1: I now am missing two fingers and my left pinky toe. He took them from me, Michael, and he sends me Snapchats of them daily.
0: But wait, you're not—you don't seem to be missing any. Oh, because you experience time non-linearly, so this hasn't actually happened to this physical body yet. It happens in the future for you. You
1: are experiencing me in a form that still has all of his digits. That's That is correct.
0: So you, even so, you know that your body—it's it, how does that work? That we're experiencing the world like time non linearly like if you experience something if you experience something that hasn't happened physically to you yet in the time that you are, are don't you wouldn't you want to try to stop something bad from happening to you
1: events in the timeline cannot be changed as they all occur simultaneously oh. it is difficult to explain to somebody who is not as well versed in the teachings of yoga and meditation as that's i am
0: that's related to yoga Yes, goat yoga. Goat yoga? Yes. What's goat yoga?
1: It is when you do yoga and the room is filled with goats. Really? Correct.
0: Why does that make a difference? Other than being possibly a lot more distracting.
1: I have noticed that when I do goat yoga, the goats begin to feel very uncomfortable by my presence. No,
0: I cannot imagine why.
1: I cannot you, either. Well, how big so, is this
0: room that you're in with the, with the goats?
1: It is roughly the size of a medium walk-in closet.
0: And how many goats are in there? Four. Uh, think it also might be related to them being in such a small space with a man who reeks of ginger.
1: It is possible, but through confining myself with these four goats and the odors of ginger, mm-hmm. I have been able to ascend both time and space and experience all events simultaneously and only through this method have i been able to contain my inner rage
0: so it's kind of like a cosmic hot box
1: this is correct interesting by experiencing all moments that anger me simultaneously i am also able to experience all moments that cause me joy simultaneously the two cancel out and create the neutral presence that you see before you. Mm-hmm.
0: So when, so since you can't affect, so if you know, for example, like you've already experienced what's going to happen to you later and you can't affect it, does that mean that you don't actually have any free will and that everything happens is you don't have any actual real control over it?
1: That is a difficult question to answer, as you are framing it from the standpoint of one who still experiences time in a linear fashion. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this. Man's construct of free will is false. Really? Though the idea of all events being predetermined is also false.
0: Wow. Well, so, what is true?
1: Centrism.
0: Okay, can you explain further?
1: I believe firmly that it is not worth having a strong opinion one way or another about most things because all things are constantly happening.
0: I see. By
1: not having strong opinions, I have allowed myself to reach this neutral non-rage-induced state.
0: Mm-hmm. But you still seem to have a lot of rage. Let's move on to talking about your VHSs. Um, because in the 90s, your VHSs, um, Richard Powers' guided yoga meditation for, all, for others and for all, uh, some of the most... You couldn't go to a store without seeing them on every shelf... Just lined up, you know. You go to your friend's house, you look at their VHS collection. Their mothers or their fathers had just every single edition, every volume of your of your set. Like, I can't even, dozens. You had dozens of VHSs. Um, tell me a little bit about that, about what happened. Like, why, because you'd been doing your yoga instruction for a while before that, and then you finally turned it into VHSs.
1: I had been doing many years of local access television Mm -hmm. doing my guided meditation for anybody who cared to tune in yeah eventually a lot of people did i had many fans Mm -hmm. it was also a call-in show yes i have direct data to support the fact that my show was reaching many people yes eventually the studio began to take issue with me bringing live goats in
0: Mm mhm well was it the studio or was it animal rights groups
1: it was both Michael Okay. I realized that in order to truly fulfill my dream of helping others the way that I have helped myself I needed to get out from this oppressive studio and self produce my own content Mm mhm I sold all of my earthly belongings and purchased a camcorder and some lighting equipment and a storage, self-storage rental yes. space.
0: And that, that is th- the famous space that, has, that many of us have seen throughout our lives.
1: That is correct. Mm-hmm. I began to shoot my videos in that space, and I also lived there illegally. Illegally. The tapes were not an immediate success. Mm-hmm. Many people thought that they were a joke. Yeah. This fueled my rage. Mm-hmm. There were dark periods where I was very angry, but I focused on my mission. Soon, I had a deal struck mm-hmm. with Barnes & Noble.
0: Oh, famous, famous bookstore. If you're listening in the future, it might not exist anymore. So
1: This is true. Mm-hmm. It has always existed and not existed. Interesting. Barnes & Noble was experimenting with selling videos, but they did not want to sell your typical Blockbuster films. No. they wanted That was for Blockbuster to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They wanted to sell self-help videos, oh. so they began to stock my guided meditation and goat yoga tapes.
0: hmm And from there, that that not only put you on the map, but it put Barnes & Noble on the map, as far as I remember.
1: That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then my father came for some of my money.
0: Oh, oh, and and really? Yes. What happened there?
1: Well, at this point in his life, he was using a Vespa as his uh, primary mode of transportation. hmm I did not want to see my father. I knew that he was only after my fame and my fortune. Mm-hmm. I wished him a good day and sent him on his way. Yeah? What he did not know was that I put a potato in his tailpipe. Oh, no. It destroyed his Vespa, Michael.
0: You're, man, you have destroyed, at least, it, it, you've, so far you've described destroying three of your father's vehicles.
1: In the way that you perceive time, yes. I will destroy many more okay. before your passing.
0: Oh, wow, wow. Well. So I have a long time to go before I pass.
1: You have always been past, and you have always been living, Michael.
0: Well, I'm immortal then. Great. And I'm we'll also see. eternally dead. Very nice.
1: That is correct. Yes. So,
0: do you believe that that bodies are just carcasses that have not yet died?
1: I believe that you, myself... My goats, my beta fish, we are all made of the same carbon.
0: Yes. Stardust.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. When we pass, our bodies will drift into space and turn into stars. Mm. When a new life wishes upon that star, perhaps they will be able to control their rage as I have in this vessel.
0: You sound like you'd get along with Neil deGrasse Tyson. So in, in 1990, I, you don't, what? Go ahead.
1: I used to be a fan of his. Yeah? I thought that making science popular was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Then he began using Twitter.
0: Oh. You don't like Twitter or you don't like him on Twitter?
1: Both, Michael. Mm.
0: What, what don't you like about Twitter in general?
1: I find it difficult to contain my rage when I'm looking at tweets.
0: Mhm. Just saying that name kind of saying that word kind of makes me a little mad.
1: I also find it difficult to fully express my rage mm-hmm. in 140 characters. Well, now
0: a lot of people are getting 280 characters.
1: I have been granted that right. Oh. As a celebrity. Uh-huh. And I find it more appropriate for my emotions, mm-hmm. but I still prefer to use my live journal, Michael. Mm. So
0: uh, a brief question, a uh, brief sidebar, uh, well not sidebar, just further uh, on the VHS side. Um, you were make pumping out VHS is like, it seemed like monthly for uh, years from like 91 until 1997. And then in 1997, they all just stopped. And you have not released a single VHS or DVD or Blu-ray since. You don't even have a YouTube channel or anything like that or Vimeo or anything. Um, I know that people have asked you this in interviews before, um, and you've always stormed out of the studio after that. But I I feel like I would be doing my fans a disservice if I did not ask of you what happened in 1997? In
1: 1997, I had a betta fish that was very special to me. Mm-hmm. His name was Richard Jr.
0: Mm-hmm. After Named after you.
1: That is correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had an episode mm-hmm. where I was having difficulty... Containing my rage. Yeah. And I did a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. I wanted somebody to party down with, but I do not have many friends. At the time, Richard Jr., my beta fish, was my only friend. Interesting. I thought that it would be appropriate to give him a couple of shooters. Oh. I poured them into his bowl, Michael. Yes. The next day, I thought perhaps that he was hungover. (laughs) But it had turned out that I killed my only friend. Yes. From that moment on, I swore that I would get back to my roots the tapes the money the flashing lights the paparazzi they had blinded me as to what my true mission was Mm -hmm. it was to help others Mm -hmm. i went back into reclusion i bought four new goats and i have been crafting a new method for containing rage that I will release to the world when VHS tapes come back in fashion. Oh,
0: no. Well, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm worried that that might not happen.
1: It has happened with vinyl records. It is beginning to happen with cassette tapes for audio.
0: Really? Maybe Indie we'll
1: bands put their media on both of those formats. And as I have said, time is nonlinear. I believe this to be evidence of that fact, and I have faith that VHS tapes will come back. Interesting. My only worry is that instead of VHS, it will be Betamax. Oh, no. I have a warehouse full of blank tapes, Michael.
0: Well, I I don't feel like... Betamax is something that people are as nostalgic about As VHS tapes are so I think that If VHS were to come back it'd be a nostalgic thing
1: One would certainly hope so.
0: I don't think I've ever watched anything on Betamax before.
1: I would very much hate to see a medium such as Betamax or Laserdisc make a return. That would not be fortunate. If the HD DVD comes back, Michael, I'm not sure that I will be able to contain my rage.
0: I don't think we need to do any more Why did
1: Microsoft sell an add-on for the Xbox 360 for HD DVDs, Michael? There were only 15 movies on that format what were they thinking michael that's okay Uh, the pornographic industry sided with the blu-ray the hd dvd did not have a chance richard that was the most asinine product development i have ever seen
0: richard it's relax relax i didn't think you had such strong opinions about technology are you okay
1: Media formats in particular are a very touchy subject for me.
0: I guess so, since VHS was the only one that it, you ever put anything out on.
1: This is correct.
0: Well, you know, I, I think that if anyone's going to bring back VHS, like you're basically the king of VHS. So if anyone's going to bring it back, it'd probably be you.
1: I like where you're going with this, Michael.
0: So if you were to release a VHS, I think someone needs... VHS isn't gonna just bring itself back. Something big has to be released on it, and I think the return of Richard Powers,
1: the king, the king of, of VHS. the format. Yeah. Yes, Michael. And perhaps once I get my line back into Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. I can come back on your show to promote it.
0: Yeah, and maybe you can also save Barnes and Noble.
1: What is happening with Barnes and Noble?
0: I don't think anything in sp- particulars, but their cousin borders is they lost their, they're gone. They, they left. They got bank, bankrupt a long time ago, a couple of years ago. Now Barnes and Noble. I mean, I love Barnes and Noble, but how many more bookstores are going to close before there's, you know, no more room for them in the world.
1: I cannot imagine Amazon selling my tapes, Michael. Barnes and Noble must be saved, but they need to save themselves. They
0: already do sell your tapes Amazon. The, the, your tapes are on your old version of versions of your tapes are on Amazon.
1: That is on the used marketplace. I do not authorize the sale of my tapes on that space. Why is that? I don't believe that Amazon is good for our society, Michael. Why? because one needs to practice patience in order to control their inner rage mm-hmm. and Amazon is increasingly about delivering content to you in the most immediate manner possible mm-hmm. they are developing drones to develop to deliver ice cream from their refrigerated warehouses that they recently purchased from Whole Foods. Is that real? So as soon as you crave a pint of Ben and Jerry's, a flying Amazon drone will be able to deliver it to you. That sounds pretty. How do you expect society to be able to contain their rage when they have no patience any longer? It's fine to wait five to eight days for a package, Michael. You do not need to pay $99 a year for the privilege to receive packages in two days. That is asinine.
0: I mean, it's just convenient.
1: I believe that convenience is a plague on society. Convenience is what ultimately leads to greed, laziness and selfishness and those are all traits that i have identified as being triggers in rage
0: Hmm. i guess i can see what you're saying i uh, i think maybe i need to practice some more um meditation so before we take a break do you think you could walk us through walk me through a uh about a minute or two minute guided meditation
1: well how many goats do you have in your studio michael
0: um, I have a couple in the closet. Closet I I goats? Two. Two, clo- okay. two in the closet. Sure,
1: yes, those will do. Alright, let me okay. go grab them. Thank you. Oh, they're very beautiful. What are their names?
0: Uh, this one, this one's Lisa, and, oh, don't be shy, don't be shy.
1: Hello, Lisa. Okay, so
0: this one's Bobcat Goldthwaite.
1: Oh, hi, Bobcat. May I call him Bobcat?
0: Yeah, you, uh, you can call him Bobcat Goldthwait.
1: Goldthwaite. Yes. Hi, Bobcat Goldthwaite. Mm-hmm. Now, the key to goat yoga is to not interfere with the goats, to let them be, mm-hmm. and to also not let them interfere with you. Mm-hmm. The goats are not, and I'm doing air quotes for your listeners, used during the meditation. Okay. They are simply a part of the atmosphere. Okay. So now we are going to let the goats themselves, and you and I are going to be ourselves. Okay. Let's start by each revealing to one another something that makes us angry. You may go first, Michael.
0: Um, I don't like it when people communicate poorly.
1: Could you give me an example of that?
0: Like, if you are say you want to buy an ice cream cone yes and you say and you go through the process you uh, order an ice cream cone you say i want a vanilla ice cream cone and the person says okay that'll be three dollars and 55 cents and you buy the ice cream cone you give them your money you get a receipt you have small talk they go and they make the ice cream cone and they bring it back and they say Sorry, I didn't have vanilla. We had vanilla bean, but here's your ice cream cone. Now I've already spent money. I've already committed to this ice cream cone. I, I Now I'm obligated to eat it, and it's already been made. But if you had communicated with me before that it, you didn't have real vanilla, then I probably would not have purchased this ice cream cone.
1: I agree. That is a situation that would make me feel an intense rage. Yes. Something that enrages me Is when I see people driving with headphones on. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I cannot possibly contemplate the need to drive with headphones on. And it seems very dangerous. It is very dangerous. I am not a fan. Mm -hmm. Now that we have revealed things that enrage us. Mm -hmm. I want you to do some deep breathing with me. Raise your hands above your head like so. While inhaling in and then exhale again now I want you to close your eyes and picture a circle imagine the line of the circle straightening out into a perfectly flat line and then wrapping itself again into a circle and again into a line now the line becomes the symbol for infinity you are now beginning to experience time in a nonlinear fashion let the memories of everything that causes you pleasure in life to wash over you simultaneously open your eyes breathe in breathe out and one more time breathe in and breathe out very good Michael how did that feel for you
0: I spend my entire decade of my 30s as an Elvis Presley impersonator
1: Does that make you feel pleasure or rage?
0: Mm, It makes me feel depressed.
1: I regret to inform you that, due to time's nonlinear fashion, there's very little you can do about that.
0: Well, I'm going to think about this for a little while, you guys. And when we come back, we're going to have our second guest on the show. We'll be back after this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. I had a moment of reflection and realized that, you know what, being an Elvis impersonator, it's not all that bad. It's not all that bad. It's okay. We put Lisa and Bobcat Goldthwaite away. They were starting to tear up the studio pretty badly. So, How are you, how are you doing, Richard?
1: I'm doing well. I am surprised that I'm still comfortable being here. Yeah, I'm very but I happy. Am. I'm
0: very happy about that. So, we are also joined by our second guest who's very mysterious. He's very uh you're very you're like shrouded in mystery. You're covered, you're dressed from head to toe in black and you are uh, you have a presence about you. Your name his name is Root Juice. He is a séance holder. Thanks for having me here. Really great to have you, Root Juice.
3: I've been uh, holding seances and being a medium for
0: about the last 90 years. 90 years. How how old were you when you started? I was about seven. Seven. So you're about 97 years old. That is correct. Well, you honestly, uh, like, you don't look like a young man, but you, you, you have aged very well. Well, I've been told I'm gonna live forever you don't seem happy
3: about that Uh, if the world survives what'll I be the last body floating in space that's a good point (laughs) I am not too thrilled about that at this point who
0: told you that you were gonna live forever
3: oh every night they come to me the spirits the Anunnaki the Pleiadians they tell me that I'm gonna live forever oh no so, it's, oh man, <laughs> the only thing keeping me going is I'm helping people. I'm keeping them happy. I talk to their old pets, not <laughs> like the goats in your closet. And I talk to their families, you know.
0: That's and really nice of you.
3: Yeah, recently I was talking to uh, Coleman Young.
0: Oh, the the mayoral candidate for Detroit. His dad
3: mm. came to me and really? said, uh, I need to get the word out that everybody better vote. You all better vote for my son.
0: Coleman Young said that?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, the British are going to come back like in 1812, and they ran us out. <laughs> and Judge Woodward had to leave Detroit and flee it.
0: Wait, so he was saying that if you don't vote for his son, the British are going to invade America again?
3: Yes, the British are going to come back like in the War of 1812 and just take it over. Wow, do you
0: think that the British could do that?
3: I have no idea. I have no idea. You're not political? No, I just do what the spirits tell me,
0: you know? so you i you were seeing speer, or you were speaking to spirits since you were very young then,
3: oh yeah, and and oh, there's one right now where it looks like uh Thomas
0: Jefferson, I don't see anything
3: he's tapping on your shoulder
0: yeah. uh, you do you should, see anything, Richard?
3: You should be feeling a chill right about now,
0: mm, I feel
3: comfortable,
1: I do not see the spirit physically manifesting itself but I have a feeling that its presence is in this room
0: my shirt is lifting itself up
1: yes we're looking
3: at your fine belly
0: why Why is this happening to me
3: I told you the spirit's in the room just erase your consciousness can you tell
0: them to stop please this is making me really uncomfortable stop (laughs) you (laughs) talk to them like a pet it's the way you have to be at times. <laughs> so, uh, Just get them in place. So, newsflash, I guess, ghosts are real. Um, that's, that's interesting.
1: I have a question for you, Mr. Root Juice. Would you say that through seance you have been able to experience time in a non-linear fashion? I've
0: been time traveling for quite a while. So not exactly what he means, but you've been actually traveling through time. Yes. How have you been doing that?
3: I've actually been traveling through time. When I meditate, and it's odd that you're here, I see the past, I see the future. I'm like in different
0: civilizations. So it is kind of like experiencing time in nonlinear fashion.
3: Yeah, one of my past lives keeps talking to me yeah you know, was this kid uh, that invented the railroad tie piece of wood that you put the metal on. Pretty amazing.
0: that's pretty amazing
3: yeah, and he he was like he never intended for that to become a paddle that people would whip you
0: with in grade school. so you don't like have like a machine that you used to travel through time or you don't like enter dimensions with ghosts and then go uh, pop out in different time periods.
3: No, I just, I have a screen that I walk through in my closet. Oh. And I'll wake up in another dimension. I won't have this body. I will just be grains of electrons.
2: Hmm.
0: How does that
3: feel? Oh, it feels totally awesome, like taking acid.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's heavenly experience. So you've taken acid before. Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> well, how would you know that it feels like taking but
3: acid? I, I do a lot of reading in my spare time, oh, and okay. according to the
0: description, that's what I'm experiencing. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And how do you get back from that? Do you just end up waking back up in your real body? Yeah, usually the phone rings.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? This is serious stuff. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But usually the phone rings or somebody comes to the door. <laughs> One of those Amazon packages in the oh. future, I'm sure, will be coming to the door. Yes. Delivering me
0: a pizza that I thought about ordering an hour ago, and here it is. But in an hour ago in people time, but since you've been experiencing that that electron, how long ago would it actually be for you? Oh could be a couple of weeks wow so but you're still hungry i'm always hungry yeah yeah hungry for food or just hungry for i'm hungry for learning hungry for food
3: water everything experiences (laughs) Uh, i love traveling especially through time Root juice,
1: if you're ever hungry for opportunity, I feel that we could make a VHS box set together. That
0: would be amazing. A box set would be
3: awesome. VHS format, uh, I'm not too certain about, but I'll give everything a try at least once.
1: Let me tell you one of the benefits of a VHS box set. When all the tapes are lined up together on your shelf, you can have a cool picture or mosaic along the spines. Can't do that with DVD. There is a lot of real estate for art on those spines, Root Juice.
3: Okay, so you win that argument this round. How about it? just a poster set, you know? Then we can have art on the wall. I was thinking uh, I need a dartboard set. We can just whip the darts out of
0: You like darts? Yeah, what? So where do you get the name Root Juice? Is that the name you were born with?
3: Um, everybody knows like juice is the founding part of your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grounded <laughs> as you can tell. I'm so grounded that everybody started calling me Root and it's like stuck <laughs> with me. So this name stuck with me, yeah, for, for the last 97 years. Wow.
1: Root so juice. I would feel very angry if somebody were to laugh at my name the way that Michael is laughing at yours right now. I don't now. mean.
0: I don't mean to
3: offend. I. I think he was just laughing at the girl in the miniskirt that walked down the aisle there. Yes. With the clown mask on. Yes, that was funny.
0: Right. <laughs> it was very funny. So you, so yeah, you said 97 years ago, that's when people realized that you were grounded. So totally. we, the, the, the year you were born, people right. realized you were a grounded baby. Did you right. did not cry a lot?
3: No, I definitely
0: did not cry a lot. I talked to the
3: birds, the crows, anything that came into my yard, the squirrels, they were all with me. I live in union like Saint Francis of Assisi with all the animals and wow. all the spirits. Like your grandmother just texted me.
0: What? Yeah. My grandma texted you. Your grandmother,
3: Audrey Dupre.
0: Audrey just texted me. My great
3: grandmother. Wow. From the beyond the grave. She told me to tell you to stop looking at other women.
0: Well, I mean, the, she was a very interesting woman. She had a clown mask on.
3: I, I understand. Some people just don't have a sense of humor. Wait,
0: so SMS, they have SMS messaging in the afterlife? Yeah. Is yeah. my grandmother in hell? <laughs> no. Oh my god, that's. Uh, having to use SMS messaging for all of eternity sounds like hell to me.
3: Well, I just got a text from her, and she said she's fine. And she wants you to be happy.
0: Oh. So. Tell her I said I love her and I want her spaghetti recipe.
3: It, okay. She said she's sending it to you. It'll be arriving in a week on your phone. Oh,
0: can she send it through Amazon Prime, please? Sure. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. She's gonna
3: send it through Google News.
0: Oh God. They're gonna
3: put a story out there. Ah. Uh. You can see the future, can't you?
0: Uh, me? Yeah. I, I saw a non-linear timeline a minute ago, and I didn't really enjoy it. Okay. I can't see it anymore. In the
3: future, she's going to send you the recipe on Google News. Okay. Wow. That's pretty cool. And JFK said, yes, it's the best spaghetti ever. That's
0: amazing. is <laughs> hanging out with my great-grandmother in in... In um, the afterlife. Wow.
1: I tried your great-grandmother's spaghetti recipe two weeks from now. Oh. I enjoy it very much, wow. Michael.
0: Well, I'm really excited to try it. I've never had it before. I've, I've only heard great things about it.
1: It is one of the memories that causes me simultaneous intense pleasure along with the other pleasurable experiences that I have had. Great. Your, mo- your grandmother's spaghetti helps Great-grandmother. calm... Great-grandmother my rage hmm. which is now equally balanced out by being corrected
3: <laughs> there you go what more can you ask for
0: yeah so root juice uh you you're a very you keep to yourself a lot um you oh, i like, have
3: to i have to yeah um everybody like wants a reading everybody wants me to tell me what their uh ex-life is doing or their ex-spouse or their kids that passed away i don't have time for all of that yeah um, unless you got 50 bucks
0: yeah 50 bucks is all it takes to get a reading that's correct that's not bad from the number one seance holder in the world and, and you get a candle a Can a free candle What's complimentary a- candle complimentary candle with purchase do you make the candles yourself
3: No, I I get them from Mexico, but I bless them.
0: Oh, okay. Very nice. Are they just like little tea candles, or are they like full, like, big candles? Yeah, they're the size
3: of your forearm. So is that big?
0: Yeah, Uh, it could be bigger. I'm working, I'm trying, I'm working on it. Okay,
3: so that's really good.
0: Yeah, that would last a couple months, probably. You know,
3: the uh, spirits are telling me that uh, the government's hiding all of the alien information that they have. So, eventually, we're going to have to elect somebody who's willing to open up all this alien Area 33 information.
0: Really? Why is that?
3: Because we're being watched.
0: Really? Yeah. You're you're nodding in agreement, Richard.
1: That is correct. Through my... Travels in meditation. I have spoken to otherworldly creatures. Really? Yes
3: Wow, see that you're missing out.
1: They are a threatening presence in fact Seeing you root juice has jogged my memory to a meditation session that I've had previously I met an otherworldly being who told me of a plot to team up with the British and overthrow the United States if Coleman Young Jr. was not elected.
3: There we have it. We have a second person that's verifying and validating the fact that the British are going to come back and take over Detroit.
0: Wow. Wow. I don't like that. I I think, I mean, I I don't know much about the whole I don't have a stake in... Well, you know, in 1812, when they came, nobody fired a shot. So everything was good.
3: Everything's oh. healthy. We just surrendered. Yeah. Take it. We don't
0: want it. <laughs> Not this time.
3: Well, I think this time it'll be really similar. Really? Yeah. Um, hmm. I was listening to uh, FDR the other day, and... He wants to rebuild Detroit by letting the British take it over and just having them rebuild it.
0: interesting. Then we'll get it back. We'll just buy it back so b- while we're we're getting close to the end of our show um, and I wanted to uh, since you're both experts in your field and you're both very spiritual people uh, you're Richard, you're a master of the meditative arts and anger controlling arts and and Root Juice you're a master of the uh, spiritual arts and and ghostly presences and otherworldly presences so I I figure what better way to get to the bottom of your psyche by performing by doing a word association game so what we'll do is I'll give you guys the initial word and then you'll go back and forth between each other uh, saying word association so I would say Dog, and when you might say cat, then wolf. Or so, I just want to know where you guys, how your guys' brain works, and so we'll go back and forth, and then uh, I'll, I'll interject and add another word, and then we'll go back and forth for a minute. So, this is some kind of psychological study. It's, uh, it's it, I, I, I feel it more as a, uh, a meditation in uh, two brilliant minds. Okay, give me a second. I gotta put my
3: feet six feet into the ground.
0: <laughs> You're digging a hole in the studio.
3: It's spiritual. You, if you can't understand it,
0: it's like my body. I'm just putting it into the rooted ground. I gotta admit, there's a, a presence in here. There's a, a strong, like, a f- like feeling in the air. This feels like, a, like a big sporting event almost in here. And there's only me in here. It's really exciting. All right. Are we ready? Uh, yes. There's,
3: there's more than just us in here. You just can't see them. Remember that.
0: Should I get the goats out again?
1: Yeah. Okay. Bring them out.
0: Okay. Lisa? Okay. Okay. All right. I will begin, and then we'll go, and then you'll respond to my word, and then you guys will go back and forth, okay? You, uh, you being root juice. Yes. All right. Potato
3: Spoken
1: Anger I Vision
3: Masonic
1: The Illuminati My father. I see
3: the eye in the potato.
0: Now I want you to, and uh, we'll go with you now, Richard. um,
1: Yoga. Goats. Fire. The ark. Sacred Walk in Closets Beard My Beta Fish.
3: Oh, my God, I'm seeing the Rolling Stones. Making the album "Goat's Head Soup." Now I'm traveling back in
0: time. Thank you all for listening to our show today. It has been an absolute pleasure having you both on Root Juice. You have been a a wonder. I have I feel closer to my spiritual self. And Richard Powers, you have been it's been a pleasure meeting you. I've been you are you've been a constant mainstay in my household since I was young, and I feel like I'm better able to manage my anger now and see all time non-linearly.
1: That brings me great joy to hear. It has been a pleasure to meet you, Michael.
0: Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Any, do you have any last questions or any comments before we close out? Yeah, Yo, um, you got my chuck? Oh, yeah, sorry.
3: sorry.
1: I'm sorry but I have to leave in a hurry My father just texted me I need to go to Meyer And buy a package of bologna
0: Great, well thank you guys so much for being on the show We will be back next week with more Fun for our one year Anniversary celebration Bye guys
2: at the going down of the sun And at the morning dawn I think of your hands Like those of broken I close my eyes, strangers that disguise That feeling out for long, that I thought was nearly gone But it soon came back It soon came back It soon came back Somehow So our eyes are chasing me again And I remember how when I came back from the south I gave the moon a rest And you are no longer there but you soon
0: Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined, and if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.